0: Today, we are going to begin uh, the Hour 8 with the students. Um, Let me preface it by giving you a few observations here. One is uh, about 40 years ago when I first started to teach English, I was fortunate enough to get a job at a a Korean university to teach. I had no formal teaching, uh, um, learning experience about how to teach people English. Um, It was almost the thought then that if you could um, Speak English, you could teach it. Uh, there weren't many foreigners around available to teach at places and outside the army, you know there they just didn't have a pool of people to choose from. Now today, these days, you know they have people recruiting in the United States or you know, to send people to China to all, Korea all sorts of places. But back then there was no such arrangement. Um, so I when I began to teach, the only thing I felt threatened by, to be honest with you, was grammar questions as I mentioned in hour seven, you know I in grammar school when I learned grammar, I thought it was the most boring thing in the world. I couldn't understand why they were teaching me it and um, but yet I faced these first year college students who had you know six, seven, eight years of uh, English education in schools, hundreds of hours at you know language institutes. they knew grammar inside and out. Um, I didn't know grammar. Grammatical terms I wasn't even that familiar with. So I never, ever got into a grammatical fight with anybody. If they brought up grammar or if they said, why do people say I feel like verb I-N-G, why not feel I feel like to go there, you know, my only comeback and the comeback that I have even to this day is If it sounds good, it is good. Simple. I would never get in a grammatical argument with anyone. It wasn't worth it. They knew the grammar better than I. But I do know, as a native speaker, if something sounds good. So, you know, that that was my strength. So I played to my strength. If it sounds good, it is good. You know, end of sentence. And uh, after that, you'll get very few grammatical questions, Um, so that's one thing. The second thing I wanted to mention to you, make you aware of, that in all of these review sections that you see here, um, you see I have the PDF, which is the verbatim of what is in the video. But in the video itself, itself, I have manually gone through each of the videos to put in captions, and captions usually. People associate it with when people speak, they have the words there and then if there's any um, silence, then nothing happens. So, I would ask a question, what do you say and what do you say would come out on the screen. In my videos, uh, I leave them a chance to either repeat or answer the question. After I ask the question, until the next question comes up, I have Uh, manipulated the caption so that the caption stays up that whole time so the student who needs the captions initially as a crutch to help them you know get get up to speed on listening to things it's a great help for them so all of the videos that you'll see in here except the teachers videos um, will have captions that run the full length until the next question is asked Um, Back to our Patterns Guides for this um, um, hour, Um, we've gone to the first 7. Once again, the first 10-15 minutes at this point, we're asking them questions. Asking them questions, they're repeating it, they're answering it. You jump around a lot to make sure that they're, they're, you know, They're not cheating in any way, and there's no way they can cheat. I mean, you're asking random questions. Um, Once again, they don't have pencils in their hands. They're not looking at a book. They're just looking at you, and the art of listening develops into an art of speaking. So, uh, initially, the teachers may find this a bit um, hard to do, but after a while, it becomes second nature, really, and quite easy. Uh, Today, we're going to study these patterns. Let me go back. This is the um, PDF that I print out and give the students. Once again, they can keep these, you know, they get one PDF printed each class and they can keep these in um, plastic um, sheets that keep them um, looking good. Once again, um, all of the patterns that we, st- we study in this section, will um, use DO, DID, WILL. DON'T DID IT and WON'T. The first 4 here, the only difference we have is there's a combination of HAVE and GET. These are both exactly the same. Here you have THE, the CHANCE TO GO, you have A CHANCE TO GO, A uh, or THOUGH. Is exactly the same, you know. I had a chance to see her. I had the chance to see her. Exactly the same. In lesson two, we learned the pattern. I get to go. I got to meet her. This is exactly the same. It's just a longer form. We then move on to um, seeing things and hearing things. You know, I saw him study. I saw him studying. I would just counsel them. Just think of them as the same. There may be a little bit of a difference, but it's very hard to distinguish. Um, you have see and hear here. As an aside, if you want to tell them, you can also put watch in here. You watched him study. You can use watch here. With here, you can you could put listen to. I listened to her sing. I heard her sing. You know, if not, just keep with these very simple. I see her and I hear her. Um, the next two that I have here is uh, tend to and pretend to. I sort of just study those together because they sound almost similar. And finally, you almost verb. Did you almost go? Almost always ha- is well, almost always is using the past tense. Did you almost meet her? And then I begin to ask them questions back and forth. Once again, it is a an attempt by you to. Weave in and out of the patterns to help them to get used to the patterns, become comfortable with them. And then after you do these, I would then mix them in with the first seven patterns. Just, you know, they're coming to learn conversation skills from you, not reading or writing skills. So spend the class speaking. Hopefully, most of the time, they're speaking as much as you're speaking. Thank you.